You're listening to the Wilkesbury Scranton Penguins podcast, the best place to break the ice with your favorite players. Now here's your host with the most, Nick Hart. Hello, yes, we are back with yet another episode of the Wilkesbury Scranton Penguins podcast. I am your host, Nick Hart, and it is my great pleasure to be joined by our guest this week, Will the Thrill O'Neill. Will, back with the Wilkesbury Scranton Penguins this season after having a tremendous year with the black and gold back in the 2015-16 season. Will, how are you doing, and how does it feel to be back with the Pens, buddy? Yeah, thanks for the nice welcome there, nice warm welcome. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it feels uh, it feels great to be back here. Um, uh, you know, everything from coming back to the rink and uh, seeing the same people uh, showing their face in the locker room from the front office and uh, and uh, and the coaches and people from the from Pittsburgh being in and around and everything. It's uh, it's it's great. I couldn't uh, I couldn't ask for something more. Just you know, being basically home you know i had a, a good year here uh on and off the ice and you know being able to come back it's uh it's a great thing yeah it was fantastic whenever the news came down that you had re-signed with wilkesbury grant and i know you were always a uh, a favorite in the locker room a good guy to have around the room and now that you're you're back not much has changed uh our previous episodes guest that we had on Two weeks ago, we were actually talking about you. You actually came up, the dynamic that you bring to the locker room. You can be uh, pretty ruthless sometimes, in a, in a good way. You don't let uh, any of the young guys off the hook for anything. You, you're like almost a, a sheriff in the locker room. There's chirps for everyone, chirps to go around all the time. Oh, that's uh, – some yeah, I, I think holding everybody, making sure that it's uh, as uh, – open and uh accountable uh held you know yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly holding guys accountable yeah so somebody's gonna say something that's you know even a even a touch of uh outrageous or you know cocky or or something smack them right or talk talk about junior or talk about whatever right or you know even if it's great to hear you want to hear it you just got it right you gotta you gotta Put put them down a little bit of a peg. See how they look. See how they feel. And see then, how they handle it. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Then I'm and I'm expecting the exact same thing back at me. Right? And and they do. They give it right back. Right back. I yeah. know it was just like a week ago or something like that. Everyone was all over you. You could not escape the line of fire for a haircut you got. Everyone was all over you. They were relentless. I get it bad. I I'd say <laughs> I'd say the amount that I give it out, it's uh, fine that. You know, I want it to be. I want it to be that everyone's beacon too. You know, yeah. everyone's just chirping. Yeah. It's not, there's nothing better than that. You yeah. know, exactly. That's yeah. the that's the camaraderie. It's yeah. all in good fun. That's what it's makes it like your tight buddies. You know. Yeah. You know that when you can chirp hard and call it exactly how it is, then you're someone's tight buddy. So. Yeah. So whenever you came back, it was almost like you had you had never left the Wilkesbury Scranton Penguins. Even though there's a lot of new faces in the locker room, it was like Will O'Neill picking up right where he left off. So once again, it's great to have you back, Will. Um, fantastic to have you with the Penguins. It's been a, a solid start to the season for yourself and the team. I know you're uh, you're just all around like a big uh, hockey guy. Like if you're not on the ice for the Penguins at practice and stuff like that, I know you're trying to watch games. You're always following the standings and things like that. Is that uh, still a passion of yours? I know a couple years ago you were always talking about whatever game was on TV the last night or something like that. 
yeah, I like to. I'm, I'm always watching. I'm always watching the games, or you know, checking in, or seeing seeing the highlights the next morning. Or, but I, if I if I had my choice, I'd like to. I like to sit down and watch a game from the very beginning and watch it till the end, start to right. finish, or at least watch from a start of the period to the end of the period, and then it's, you get a good grasp and you can see players i think yeah absolutely yeah. um anyone jumping out to you early this season how many times have you got to sit down and watch a full game it's tough to uh around here it's the uh at&t sports that's right for out, Pitt, right yeah. uh i get it where i live you get you it. might be blacked out where you are yeah so some, a lot of the times i gotta go downtown and eat dinner and watch it on the screen up in the up the restaurant yeah there. and the same goes to the flyers Right, blacked out. I know a lot of a lot of people in this area that are Flyers fans complain about it being blacked out. And the Rangers, same thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's a really weird, weird zone. Mm. Now we have Directv at the house that I'm living at, and we get AT and T Sportsnet fine, but we're blacked out for Flyers games unless they're national. Oh, it's NBC. Right? Yeah, yeah, NBC Sportsnet or NBC. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So it's really weird. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, even blacked out on your phone too. So it's like the Devils don't get blacked out. You can watch the Devils. Okay. <laughs> so that's a good team. It's that, a, yeah. Yeah, that's a good team and uh, like a hardworking, fast team. And it's cool that John Hunt used to be here. So all those guys right. would always say that they loved playing for him. Yeah. And that, you know, he ran a hard practice and ran uh, an honest team and yeah. a great, you know. So you can see that Yeah. when you're watching. Yeah, they're real. The Pittsburgh Penguins are almost like Wilkes-Barre, Scranton West, and the New Jersey Devils are Wilkes-Barre, Scranton East. Because they got John Hines and Elaine Nasruddin behind the bench. They got Ben Lovejoy, uh, JSD. Now there's got to be someone else I'm missing. I know there is. Anyway, plenty of former Penguins, uh, yeah, Wilkes-Barre, Scranton products with the New Jersey Devils right now. So that does make them a cool team to watch. Yeah, I'm thinking here. I'm stumped. Let me, yeah. let, let's do this. I'm going to use the Google machine. Yeah, nice, you, nice. Use the Google machine to find okay, out the cool. answer, but I am going to ask you about so, this as well. You're not just a hockey fan. You take in all the sports, and this is a great time for me to congratulate you on uh, the Boston Red Sox World Series victory. Thanks. So thank congrats, you. Willow. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Never, never in doubt, right? No. The, <laughs> it wasn't. I, I don't think it I mean, Yeah, like was... all, all season long, they were like the best team in the majors. Totally. Yeah. You're worrying about, uh, you know, a, a collapse or whatever. and the, But then it's game one of the ALDS and uh, J.D. Martinez. It's a two-run homer in the first inning. It's right. like, I think it was a two-run homer. It's like, all right, they're going. You know, Ben and Tenney got a hit, and then I think J.D. Martinez came up and hit a home run. It's like, uh, okay. The, you know, they're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. Yeah, you. I, I think Betts got up and maybe struck out. So it's like, oh man, I hope it's not one of those. And then they just got it going. So I was like, great. Very little heartbreak all season long because it's such a long season in baseball. Teams kind of go through their ups and downs, ebbs and flows. It seemed like any time the Boston Red Sox were doing anything, it was just winning consistently. Like if they lost a game, I'd have to go back obviously and look through the schedule. But it never seemed like there was a time where they lost like four or five. No. Or something like that. I no. don't even think they lost. I don't think that. I don't know if they lost three in a row. Oh, they might have lost three in a row once. Maybe. At most. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But that's just the kind of season they had. And then I'm sure after they lost those three games, they just rattled off five or six in a row anyway. Yeah. Like they were just by far the best team in the regular season. It's very rare that you see that in baseball these days. Like the best team in the regular season wins it all in the World Series. 
and the Red Sox were a well-oiled machine. Yeah, all the pieces, every move that Alex Cora made. It paid off. Everything. Yeah. Every pitching change, every every platoon or every uh, every change he made, you know? It's just everything worked. Everything came together, and so they were the champs at the end of the year. You have had a heck of a run as a Boston sports fan because you grew up in Salem, Massachusetts, so you've been cheering for the Boston sports team since I'm sure before you can even remember. Mm-hmm. With the Red Sox, since they broke the curse, have been pretty much perennial contenders. They had a little bit of a dip, but for all intents and purposes, they're always involved. Um, the Pats are also a machine. And now the Celtics are on their way back up. Are you a big basketball guy? Yeah, I, mean, I, watch, the, I watch the Celtics in the, in the playoffs. You know, yeah. Or if there's a like a TNT game or something they're playing some big dog team then I'd watch it you know some big dog yeah, team yeah or or if I'm home and nothing's on I would throw it in the Celtics no no big deal right no it's big like, deal yeah it's like a good good team to watch mhm yeah so are you of the camp that believes Tom Brady is the greatest of all time yeah i think he's the greatest I think he's the greatest football player of all time. Greatest football player of all time. You're yeah. not even going to say quarterback. He no. was like, he is the greatest, greatest person fo- to ever set foot on an NFL football field Yeah, in history. And it's weird because like quarterback is kind of a different position than any other position. Yeah, so but it's also say, like, the most football- important. Yeah. yeah. So I'd say he's the best football player ever. Do you think he's lost a step or do you still think he's money? No, he's. I think he's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think this past, we're going to date the podcast a little bit here, this past Sunday night's game against Green Bay is almost like a perfect example of, like, Brady's going to figure it out. Because it was a pretty tight game, back and forth. He wasn't, like, going off for 500 yards, 400 yards, or something like that. But then they get the big splash play with Josh Gordon right at the end, and it's like, this is safe, it's secure. And Tom Brady just takes care of business. Always. Yeah. Just gets it done. Yeah. It's kind of a layup getting Josh Gordon, right? What do you mean? Like having having to I don't know what they gave up, maybe a fifth. Oh, like yeah, like like some minuscule pick. In the big scheme of things, that's nothing. Nothing. To pick him up. To get a, a yeah. to get a stud. Yeah, he basically had his twelfth strike in Cleveland and the Pats were like, We'll we'll take him. We can bring, get bring, this guy going. Bring him on. Yeah. They always do that. They take on these reclamation projects and then they become great again. Randy Moss was a great example. Now Josh Gordon right now, Danny Amendola for a little bit, like just a solid player after he was his career had basically fallen off the map. And then they also do this thing where they'll find guys like late rounds and then make them look like stars, and then as soon as they leave New England, they don't do anything ever yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. Like if like Hogan went somewhere else or something, me I mean not Who to knows? Say. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. He yeah. could be great somewhere yeah. else. But But there are like countless examples of guys like being Solid to really good contributors with the Patriots, and then as soon as they leave Brady and Belichick, they're dust. Wes Welker, right? Now, he had injury problems, but he is. He's a great example. He didn't do anything in Denver. He didn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of rooting for him. I think he didn't get really a payday from the Patriots when he earned it. Yeah. And then he goes to then he goes to Denver. It wasn't. He got kind of a payday. He was not the same. Two years? I don't know. He got paid handsomely. Yeah, uh, but then he was banged up, so I don't know how much of that money was guaranteed. That's messed up that the NFL players like put their bodies on the line like that and don't get the guaranteed money. Yeah, so if you're if you get hurt, your only your only guarantee is your signing bonus, right? If they want to, yes, they can if, release you. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it, you don't even have to be hurt if they just think you're not good enough anymore. They'll just cut you. And if you didn't have X amount of guaranteed dollars in your contract, like let's say you 
get signed by the New England Patriots. You're their new tight end. Congratulations, Will O'Neill. Nice. You sign an $80 million contract for four years or something like that. And after one year, they decide to cut you. If you only had $2 million in guaranteed money, you're missing out on the other $78 million. You just don't get it. Yeah, you would have had to have played, and they would have had to keep you for all four years of that deal. That's tough. Yeah, they just decided, like, we don't like you anymore, and we're not going to pay you either. Because that's just how it works. That's brutal. That is brutal. That's terrible. I mean, i got to think that has some, that's like almost like how the NCAA, you're not in the NCAA long enough to complain. You get there as a freshman, and you're like, I just want to play, I just want to play. Right. You're, you're in there as a sophomore, it's like, oh, okay, I'm playing. You're in there as a junior, you're like, all right, I want to keep her going here, keep her going. And then by the time you're a senior, you're, like, you're not going to be like, hey, I should be getting paid. You know, it's it's just you there's just all take this. Care yeah, of yeah. I I understand. I understand uh, the point you're trying to make because like you've gone through so much stuff now, and uh, you've you now understand the commitment to being an athlete and a student. That when you're a freshman, like you said, you just want to play. You're happy to be there. You're the Philippines at the Winter Olympics. You're just yeah. happy to be there. Well, then by the time you're a senior and all the time and work you put in, and you see all the money that the university makes off of you, you're kind of like, wait a minute, let's hold the phone here for a second. What's happening? Totally. Yeah, I think that's what's happening in the NFL right now. In the NFL, too, because the careers aren't long enough. No, the careers aren't long, and there's no guaranteed – very few guys get the guaranteed money. Yeah. Big guaranteed money, at least. Very few. And, like, baseball, it's good when you get older because you can play older. So it's the entry levels that the guys aren't getting paid that much. No, they're getting nothing. I mean, the minor league – And then they they milk it with, like, service time. And MLB players, it's like, oh, we'll we'll keep you in the minors so that we keep an extra year or two – of control over you on your little deal before you can go to free agency and actually cash in big. Brutal. Like, I think Josh Donaldson this year is his first year of unrestricted free agency, and he's like 28 or 29 years old. Oh, Isn't man. that ben- – this is yeah, a guy that's that won an MVP. No, one. wait, yeah. I was wrong. He's actually well into his 30s. I think right. he's 32 years old, and this is the first year he's going to be unrestricted. Mookie, same thing. Yeah. Mookie, for sure, this is his first year, right? And I'm not 100% Bradley on Jr. that. And Bradley Jr., I think. But it takes forever for you to get to UFA because the major league teams, they just want to milk as much time from you as possible on those cheap entry-level deals. Trout. Mike yeah. Trout. I don't know if he's Judge, going. too, maybe? There, there's no way. I know for a fact they haven't been UFA yet, but Mike Trout got paid by the Angels because he was a legitimate I think it's starting star. next year, though, right? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not keeping track of it that closely. Mm-hmm. We, have, we have the basic understanding we have a, of we, the controversies. Yeah, we should have a third party that just knows everything. We right? should. Right we should. There. Well, I mean, we do have Google, once again, which I have looked up the, True. the New Jersey Devils roster. Um, I was wrong. JSD and Ben Lovejoy are the only Penguins. former Wilkes-Barre's granted Penguins on the team. Yeah. But still, for a little bit there, it felt like they were Wilkes-Barre's Grabit didn't East. play here, did he? Hmm? Who's? Did Grabit, Eric Grabit play here? No, I do no. not believe so. So, back to the Pats. Super Bowl prediction for this year? You have an early Super Bowl prediction? Nah, I mean, I, yeah, I can't root against them. That's for sure. You know, well, I think It doesn't matter if you're rooting for them or against them. Do you have a prediction for the Super Bowl this year? Like, I'll, are I'll they ask you, w- I will ask you NFC and AFC. That's what I'll ask you. I won't ask you to pick a winner. Okay. Um, so, I'm going to pick the Patriots okay. in, the, in the AFC. So, you're basically picking the Patriots to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. And who will come out of the NFC? Because that's tight this year, I feel like. Yeah. It looks like L.A., is it? or The Rams, yeah. I was just going to say. Because they just lost their first game, right? Yeah. But I don't know. And then there is Kansas City, too. But Kansas City is AFC. AFC. Yeah. Yeah, they're AFC. Yeah. So Kansas City could play the 
Patriots. I, I can't wait to see. I hope it's an AFC championship game. New England, Kansas City, and the final score is something like 55 to 48. Just like something absurd. Yeah. Like Mahomes. Mahomes, Mahomes is dirty. Mahomes just is slinging it. Yeah. Everywhere around the field scoring. And then Tom Brady is just like, all right, you want to play this game? Yeah. And they just pick him apart surgically with either big splash plays or those little dink and dunk plays. Yeah. And they just surgically pick him apart. There's just no stops. Not a single defensive stop all game. I can't wait for that. Yeah, I, can I want that I can, to happen. I can deal with that, right? All righty. Yeah. Cool. Mahomes is sick. Oh, he's nasty. Yeah. He's nasty. And his dad played for the Mets and Yankees. Did he? Yeah, I actually did like not that. know that. Yeah. And they said that he grew up, like, going there, and his dad was like, he's going to be a baseball player. And, and then he just, like, I think he liked slinging it and – football we're we're seeing a lot more of that now um russell wilson was the same way wasn't he and Jameis winston they were both like really good baseball players and, and there's someone else that we just saw this morning i think oklahoma oklahoma's quarterback i think he got picked in the first round of baseball maybe really i think he did someone was saying that today yeah that is great yeah were you a multi-sport athlete growing up i was a baseball player yeah yeah so good player until i was until the big diamond really yeah I was uh, first pick in Little League, first, first oh, overall, no big deal. That's, oh. probably, that's probably biggest claim to fame right there. Pretty sweet, bro. Pr- yeah, proudest, probably my proudest thing. <laughs> and uh, But as it got to the big diamond, it was just like, it was, you know, it's a harder game. I feel like there should be an in-between field. You know? In-between there field? Is, I think there are those fields. Like intermediate? Right? Intermediate, yeah. I wouldn't know. I played one season of T-ball when I was growing up, and I decided pretty much halfway through the season, I decided I'm not coming back next year. Uh, my parents always tell me my main complaint was I could go through the entire game and not touch the ball. I could strike out every plate appearance, and then they put me in like left or right field or something, and it's like T-ball, so no one's hitting it out there. I could play the entire game and not touch the ball. Yeah. I hate this, and that's why I like hockey. There's no way you weren't touching the puck. If you weren't touching the puck, you were doing something seriously wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And – by the time you got to the big diamond, it was all about hockey for you, I take it? Yeah, kind of. You know, I was just like, if it was the little diamond and it kept going, then I probably would have, because I loved it. I yeah. loved it so much. I loved baseball, and I still do. But it just got got harder, you know? It's like every throw to every base. And I feel like I was a little bit of a late bloomer, so I wasn't like as strong or as big or as fast. It's not like I'm any of those now, but... <laughs> or, but I'm sure a little bit better than you were at 10 years old, though. Yeah, like it it didn't come until like like 15 or barely 16 before I was like more caught up with everybody. Yeah, okay. But I like understand. 12 was fine. Mm-hmm. But it's that space in between. Yeah, like 12 to 16. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it would always work. It would be fine in hockey. It would be just like I, I was going to say. I, I think the hockey thing worked out okay for you, though. Yeah, not bad. It paid off. <laughs> So for my next question, I'm actually going to steal one from one of our uh, fans online. I held an interactive chat this past Sunday during one of the intermissions in Bridgeport to kind of pass the time, took questions from the fans about anything. One of the questions was, where is my favorite place to eat when we visit Toronto? I'm going to put a little spin on it for you because as you just spent the past two seasons with the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, I know that's a short trip away for a lot of our fans – so if uh, the Penguins faithful want to pull a little black and gold invasion down at PPL cool. Center, yep. where was your favorite place to eat in Allentown? 
my favorite place to eat in Allentown was uh, was Grain. Grain? Yeah. What is Grain? Grain. Give me it's, the uh, So it's it's two seconds away. It's right in that nice little block uh, downtown Allentown. So if you walk out of the main main part of the rink, you go across the street to the Hamiltons right there. Mm-hmm. But you basically you want to keep on heading. Uh, that would be, I think, south or whatever. Anyways, you're heading down down that street's walking distance from the rink, and it's called Grain. It's a uh, there's an up uh, downstairs, and or main main level floor, and then there's an upstairs. It's kind of all open, and they get a night nice menu, and you can sit there and have a have a drink down downstairs and watch a couple of the games. Okay. And then um, I usually got. Uh, Spaghetti squash for an appetizer. Spaghetti squash. Incredible. Okay. And then there's a um, there's a New York strip that's cooked great, and it's got a little bit, probably you know, probably a little bit buttery, but whatever. Okay. All good. I mean, delicious. Wrong with butter, yeah. Yeah. More butter, more better. Awesome. And I would get that, and then I'm pretty sure there was. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's one more. Spaghetti squash and hummus, and you got to ask for the vegetables. But they have a great hummus there too. All righty. So that's what I would grain. Grain. G R A I N. All righty. So if the Penguins fans out there want to pull a black and gold invasion down at PPL Center during the regular season, or who knows, maybe this is the year that the Pens and Phantoms finally meet in the playoffs. Grain. Grain. Was Will O'Neill's favorite spot. Yeah, and then and then if it's a two-game set there. Oh, okay. Okay, and then little B to B. Right, and then uh, they're gonna go for lunch at the Hummus House. The Hummus House. Are you a hummus guy in general? Love hummus. This is the second time you've gone hummus. Yeah. Okay. The Hummus House. The Hummus House. Yep, and they've got incredible sandwiches, huge sandwiches, just. You're gonna you order a sandwich and you're gonna take half of it home. That big. That big. Yeah, they make it like. Okay. Th- if this you were to compare so it to another object, this sandwich is as big as a football. This sandwich is as big as, big as a Harry Potter book. Like, what would be a comparable object? Um, I would say like uh, like a huge, huge Subway sub, a uh, a large Subway sub, but not not you basically can't squash it. You have to. I mean, it's like a it's way thicker than it. Okay, so like thicker than your very than a very sandwich. thick. Yeah, it's like the two pieces of bread are on top of this. Yeah. So it's like, oh my god! As soon as you see it, you're like, holy crap! This is this is gonna be a whale. Yeah. Yeah. This is an effort. The hummus house. So we have grain and the hummus house. Yeah, those are my two favorites. The double H. Alrighty. Yeah. So there's the scouting report nice. on the Allentown cuisine. I like cuisine. that I can come through with that. There we go. Thanks, Will. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you're gonna have to come through for me a little bit more now as well because we're going to start uh, going to our segmented part of the podcast, and I'll start by popping the question. Now, Will, every episode here on the Wilkes-Barre Scranton and Penguins podcast, we have our previous episode's guest leave a blind question for the next episode's guest. So they nice. don't know who they're giving the question to. This question could be about anything in the world. In fact, we encourage it to not be about hockey. It could be on any subject in the world. Will, are you ready to receive the question. Yes. Will. This is coming from Lafferty Blind, right? Yes. Okay. So he didn't know it was coming from you, but you do know who the last episode's guest was. Yeah, okay. I do. Okay. Should the punishment always fit the crime? 
Should the punishment always fit the crime? Should the punishment always fit the crime? I mean, if I don't, if I, if it's a quick one like that, I would say yes. You know. Yes, the yes, punishment should. should always fit the crime. Why? Yeah. Do you say why? Yeah, why? Um, I think that if you do something stupid or something that isn't uh, is against the law or harmful to someone else, yeah, like if it's a it's a victimless crime. Or or just stupid? What? Uh, or I mean, if it has, if there is a victim. Oh, there is a victim. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. yeah. If there is a victim, then you should. It should be uh, a punishment that is fitting for what you did. Okay. And if it's not a victim, then. I mean, letting someone off the hook is. It can be learn. You can learn from it too, I guess. Right. But I think that if you, yeah, I think that you can learn from it. I actually do. If you, yeah, I think you can learn okay. from no, it. No, I'm, if I'm you following you. Yeah. yeah, if there's a victim, it might it might handcuff the judge or whatever. Yeah, to have to hammer down. Mm-hmm. But if it's if it's for something that no one was right, like there's no no victim, then I think a, a lesson can be learned without a harsh with, without it being as. Uh, slam down for the punishment. So you're saying the punishment should always fit the crime, and that goes both ways. So lighter punishments for lighter offenses and bringing the hammer down for the rough ones. Maybe at a certain age. Let's say that. Okay, so okay, so what is the age then? Are we basically just talking like juvenile court? I like, know, hey, I just went it? right to like 18, but then at 18 yeah. you're like, man, I can see someone being stupid. Right? Oh, oh. <laughs> it'd so, be very easy to envision yeah. someone at 18 doing something stupid. So I was like, uh, that's a hard question. It is. It's it's and it's just ambiguous enough to be like open to interpretation. Like it's not like what should the punishment be for this specific crime. It's just should the punishment always fit the crime? Did he just come up? He, he just rifled that off. He rifled end. that off. I said Sam. He got the question last time, and then I said you have to give the question for the next episode's guest, and he said should the punishment always fit the crime. Just left it at that. I was gonna say, like, where did you get your? Like, what kind of car did you get first, or, or did your parents buy you a car before you bought one? I mean, the you know? the possibilities are limitless here with the question. Yeah, they're limitless, and we'll give you a chance. I mean, we will have we have two weeks before the next episode records, so you can take some time, really let it marinate before you decide what the question is going to be for the next episode's guest. But I think you handled that well. Because that's that's a tough one. We get some that are goofy. We get some that are serious. That one's just kind of ambiguous and open to interpretation. You you battled through, buddy. All right. Yeah, you got there. With that in mind, now that the gears are turning in your head right now, Will. Seriously. We're going to play a big game now. This is a new one to the podcast. Sam was the first one to play it. You're going to be the second guy. This is a game we're calling Canceled. Cancel it. Cancel it. Cancel it. Cancel it. Cancel it. I could simply snap my fingers. They would all cease to exist. All right, Will. This is how the game works. Right here, I have a helmet full of different categories of different things, polarizing topics that people either love, hate, you know, polarizing. You are now the great decider. All the power is now with you, Will O'Neill. As I pull these things out of the helmet, you get to decide whether or not they are canceled, if they are gone forever. 
there will be no more of this. You're not erasing them from history. So there's no, like, butterfly effect in play right now. Mm -hmm. Like, well, if we got rid of this, how would life play out? No, it's just from this moment forward, it's gone. You understand? Mm -hmm. So I'll give you an example. This is the example I'm using. Wasps. If given the chance, and you have the chance, would you cancel wasps? Not bees that pollinate flowers, just wasps. Get them out. So you say cancel wasps. Cancel. All right. So that's how we play the game. Yeah. So wasps kill grass. They kill grass. Or yeah, they lay eggs in grass. Really? Yeah. I did not know in that was new, their in new grass productive yeah. uh, traits. So you're you're looking out for all the dads across America that are worried about their lawns. Yep. That these like, wasps come in and lay their eggs, and it turns all. Um, moist and white and everything and then it destroys a patch of grass and that's why you see some some patches of grass i mean there are other reasons why so all of you of proud lawn owners out there you can thank will o'neill for them, yeah. getting rid of wasps in the example now we play for real okay we play for real cool now. play for keeps will would you cancel fake christmas trees fake christmas trees so you're not going out and chopping it down it's the ones that you just buy in the store Fake Christmas trees. Yeah, I'd cancel them. Cancel them. Mm -hmm. All right. No more fake Christmas trees, ladies and gentlemen. Go out there. Get your hands dirty. Get yeah. an axe or a hatchet. Chop down a tree. Mm -hmm. Local. Local owners, right? Local right. owners. Support yeah. local Christmas exactly. tree owners. There we go. Coconut. Keep it. All right. You're keeping yeah. coconut. Some yeah. people feel very strongly about coconut, but you are pro-coconut. Yeah. If I were to have one donut... In the whole world, it would be a coconut donut. A coconut donut? Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a coconut yeah, donut. Yeah, it, it would definitely be a coconut donut. I used to get them when I was little. Okay. Not anymore. But. Was there like a specific bakery back in Salem that made the best coconut donuts? Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> the Dunkin'. The New England pastry pastime of Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. The coconut. Mm -hmm. All right. Maybe I might have to check that out later this year. Great donut. So fake Christmas, fake Christmas trees are gone. Coconut can stay. Yeah. This is going to be a good one for you, too, because we just spent a lot of time talking about sports. Would you cancel replay in sports? No. No. No, I'd keep the replay. You're all about getting the call at right. At first, I was – I'm all about to get – exactly. Okay. What you were going to say at first? At first, I was so against having video replay in baseball, and I didn't know how it was going to work with the manager delaying and all that. I thought it was crap. I can say that. Yeah. <laughs> and and now uh, now it's the right thing. It has to be – it has to have replay. The video is too good, and the calls are way too close, and we're seeing it afterwards. It has to be a lot. Okay. So replay in sports can <laughs> stay. There, Will yeah. O'Neill is all about getting the call right. Yeah. Wearing band T-shirts to concerts with that band. Yeah, that's fine. You're saying that's fine. Like if I were a band, if I'm so, going like you're going to a Creed concert, mm -hmm. and then you wear a Creed T-shirt, that's frowned upon in some circles. It is. Yes. How so, like, if you went to what's the last concert you went to? Um, we went and uh, who do we see? This country band that was here. I don't know. I missed that one. Uh, I think Bon Jovi was in uh, Allentown last year. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Bon Jovi was there. Okay, so if you saw Bon Jovi in Allentown and you wore a Bon Jovi T-shirt, some people say that's a no-go. Really? Yeah, but you're keeping it. Uh, yeah, I'm keeping it. Yeah. It's like going with a, with a uh, hockey jersey on. 
That's exactly my argument. Thank you, Will O'Neill. So, okay, so this is what a lot of people say. Now I'm fired up. Nice. You use the same counterexample as I do. They say, all right, if you're already at the concert, we know you like the band, bro. You don't have to wear the T-shirt. Like, you're sweet. We know you like the band. You bought the tickets. If you go to a sporting event, you're like, yeah, oh, yeah, I know you like the Patriots. Because we're at the Patriots game. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. No. Yes. Thank you. Right. Will O'Neill. And I don't think that Creed cares. I think Creed wants me to wear, wear have everybody wear a T-shirt. Right, yeah, exactly. Every single person in there. They'd love it. Yeah. I love how I used Creed as the example, and we're still Creed's, sticking with it. Creed's sick. <laughs> I threw Creed on the other, in the room the other day. How way. did that go over? Some of the boys loved it. The older guys like it. And uh, the younger guys, whatever. <laughs> yeah, who cares about them anyway? <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Reminding people that the book was better than the movie. People that always say the book was better than the movie. Yeah, I mean, that can be canceled. You're canceling that. Yeah. All right, so It's so such a hero. That's a, I mean, it's a hero play, right? Yeah. Oh, I, I read the book. Oh, the yeah. book's always better than the movie. All right, all right, man. Like, you know? We get it. Yeah. Like, did you like the movie or we not? We get it. You read it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's done. Yeah, don't can, do that anymore. No, don't. Done. It's canceled. Yeah. All righty. Last one for me, Will. Is it the last one? We need we need a few more of these. Oh, okay. Right. We can do more. We can do yeah. Let's All right, do more. we'll do two more. We'll All do two right. more because right. we gotta we gotta move on as well. Okay. Okay. Miracle Whip. Miracle Whip. Yeah. Uh, it's basically like um. It's mayonnaise substitute. Yeah, I know what that is. I yeah. know what that stuff is. Miracle Whip. There's stuff like that for dessert too, right? That's uh, like whipped cool cream. Whip. Cool yeah, cool whip. whip, whipped cream. It's not that. Miracle Whip is like mayonnaise, but not. Yeah, I don't. If you're, you're I don't mess around with it. You don't mess around no. with it. But are, do you feel strongly enough about it to cancel it so no. that there's no more? So <laughs> it can keep, stay. Yeah. It can stay. Just because yeah. you don't feel strongly enough about it. Yeah. That's totally fine. Okay. That's fine. So you Miracle Whip lovers out there, Will O'Neill is a benevolent, powerful man right now yeah. with the power to cancel. He's benevolent. <clears throat> Last one, Will O'Neill. Oh, this is somewhat relevant because uh, Halloween just passed. Haunted houses. Haunted houses. Haunted houses. Like you're going in and and you're uh, and you're gonna get scared. You're paying to get scared. Yes. Yeah. Like the attraction. Yeah, that's good. Okay. That is relevant. I'm glad we did another one. Okay. Salem, Mass is the capital of that. That's right. They have everything downtown and leading up to Halloween. Every every week gets bigger and bigger. I'd say it's probably four. The four weeks leading up to Halloween are enormous in Salem. Okay. The restaurants are are booming. The the uh, haunted. It's called haunted happenings. Okay. And they have haunted houses. They have um, walks around the around the city and show um, graveyards and different things that they think are haunted. Uh, museums, those can stay. Those can stay. Are you a big fan of the haunted houses? No, I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not you gonna personally? Go out, no, I'm not gonna go out of my way to go <laughs> in one. But I, I would think if somebody likes those, then go in. But I don't. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I don't want to wait and pay to get scared. I'm gonna get scared in there. Okay. I'm not gonna be scared for later on, like watching a scary movie. Yeah. But you're in the. You're in a dark room, going around a corner. You can't see anything. Some guy jumps out. You're, you're gonna. Oh, yeah, scared. you're going to get scared. Yeah. yeah. You're in the atmosphere. You're in the element yeah, right there. Right and that's there. what they want. Mm-hmm. So those wondering after Will just kind of went through the uh, October economy of his hometown, this is the 
Salem, Massachusetts, of the Salem Witch Trials fame, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah. So that's why they like to get all spooky. Mm-hmm. When they had, uh, I think there were 16, 16 uh, like, uh, adult teenagers yeah. Yeah, that were that were hung or hanged, however you want to say it, yeah. uh, publicly in, like, the late 1600s. And... Because they were witches. Yeah, well, they were, right? Uh People said they were witches, and they were accused of being witches, and they paid the price for someone else thinking that they were witches. Wild. It's wild, man. Yeah, it's not that long ago, right? I mean, pretty long ago, of course, but... Long long ago from our perspective, but, I mean, its effects are still felt on Salem, Massachusetts to this very day. (laughs) And that is how we play Cancelled, ladies and gentlemen. Will O'Neill, you have cancelled... Fake Christmas trees and reminding people that the book was better than the movie. And you were very forgiving to Coconut, Miracle Whip, Replay in Sports, wearing band t-shirts to concerts, and haunted houses. Nice. That's how we do it, Willow. That's good. I like it, buddy. Well, with all that in mind, um, I think it's about that time where we we can wrap things up here on the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins podcast. I know you got other things you want to do today, Will O'Neill. We're actually about to go to the Booster Club dinner later tonight as of recording so the boosties will hear this tomorrow but we're getting ready for you we're all prepped and ready to go we're coming 545 gotta be there by 545 yeah will's got the schedule he knows the itinerary golf shirt nice pants nice shoes get in there the boosties are putting on a great meal for us should be should be a good time it's gonna be a blast but before we do we're gonna bring it to our closing segment here on the wilkesbury scranton penguins podcast this is pen's picks Will, this is the time in the podcast where we go through any recommendation in the world that you have, something that you're really into right now or something that you can't get enough of, something that you want to recommend to the good people, the listeners of the Penguins podcast. What is your pen's pick? Um, um, I would say pen's pick. Maybe I, I do like watching videos on um, – outer space and and uh and you know aliens and stuff like, like Neil that. deGrasse Tyson or like just yeah like that's sci-fi the, oh that's okay the. so like legit scientific yeah yeah but I can I'll watch the other ones I'll give the other ones a run like I'm not gonna be oh yeah that's uh that's that's true everything I watch is gonna be true but it's nice to it's interesting it's very it's a it's a limitless void and we have no idea what's happening out there yeah we got guesses but we don't know right so i think uh last frontier i think some of that is uh is great and interesting Mm -hmm. and sometimes if you need to just put your uh put your thoughts on hold or put whatever's going on here on hold you can just get into reading something an article about outer space or um watch a video watch a video on it kind of just you know you makes you realize that um you know we're all pretty pretty small and yeah. there are a lot of people out there a lot of room out there and you know just go about your day and just just uh enjoy <laughs> enjoy yeah. your day I enjoy guess. what you have going on yeah. right yeah. Uh, i'm gonna sound like a bad high school english class poet right now but it is crazy if it's a late night with clear skies and you just look up and look at the stars and then all of the emptiness that is around the stars and you're just like that goes forever it just doesn't stop and who knows what's out there 
Yeah. It's crazy to think about. It really is. Yeah. And there's no way that there's no uh there's no telling that there's not anybody there's no telling that no one's watching us. Oh, there's none. But uh, you know But who knows? You don't know, yeah. Endless. Yeah, you just have to shrug your shoulders and say, Who knows? Yeah. It could, it might not, it might be. Right. The unknown. The limitless unknown yep. of outer space. Drink a lot of water, uh, you know, get your sleep. <laughs> and uh you know, be try to be nice to as many people as you can. All right. So Will O'Neill those, those are my uh thoughts at the end here. Will O'Neill's pens picks are videos on outer space. Yep. Hydration and a good night's sleep and being nice to one another. There we go. Those are some solid pens picks. My pens pick at the end of this podcast is going to be uh, Penn's Peak in Jim Thorpe, PA, a nice little music venue. I was able to go to Penn's Peak for the very first time a couple weekends ago. I saw a band, the Psychedelic Furs, a band that I had heard of but not really known that well. My friends uh, out here in the area said, we're going to see the Furs. you got to come. It's at Penn's Peak. It's great. I did my research on Spotify before the concert, dug them, got there. They blew my socks off, but the sound at Penn's Peak was unbelievable. So I'll give a little Penn's Pick to Penn's Peak. In Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania, if you get a chance to see a concert out there, take the drive. It's not that long, and I'm sure you'll see a great show. Great. Fantastic. That'll do it, yeah. Will. Thank you hey, so much for throwing nice, on the man. headset and doing the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins yeah. podcast with me. I'm sure the fans appreciate it, getting your insights on Boston sports and the limitless void that is outer space. <laughs> thanks, buddy. Hey, that's great. Yep. thanks for having me. Fun, be, fun being on. Yeah, and... Best of luck to you throughout the rest of this season. Once again, it is cool. great to have you back in the black and gold, buddy. The Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins already off to a good start to this season. Hopefully there are many more wins to come. Will O'Neill hopes to contribute to many of those upcoming victories for the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. But until two weeks from now, I am Nick Hart signing off on your Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins podcast. Make sure you check out some of our older episodes on the Penguins SoundCloud page or on iTunes. You can download them as well so that you can Take them with you wherever you go. It's been a blast with Will O'Neill. Until next time, folks, thanks for tuning in. Oh!